So, welcome. And, uh, yeah, I'm really excited today. I love spending time with this lady. Why? Because she's my wife. And she has been an integral part in our business, Uncovering Greatness. And what we've been able to achieve, she's been an integral part in, in, in me and what I've been able to achieve. But not only that, in her own right, she has become very successful in what we call processing and essentially processing. So next, welcome to uh, welcome to Entrepreneurial Hangout. Great to have you here with us again. Those of you who don't know, this is Nicole Mitchell. She's my wife. And uh, quickly, tell us, what is processing? Great. Thanks, Barry. Um, yeah, it's awesome to be here and be on the Entrepreneurial Hangout and, you know, connecting with a, a couple of different people. So... Um, essentially what processing is, is helping people shift where they're at. Um, so it is get you out of the way, or should I say get yourself out of the way of you. And most people don't even realize that they are holding, something is holding them back. And the reality is it's most of the time it's just themselves. So why would you want to get you out of the way of you? So that you can reach for more, so that you can have more, you can be more. Uh, you know, I don't know about you. Do, you, do you have enough money in your life? Would you like to have more money in your life? Yeah, I mean, I'm always on the journey to create more income in my life. Okay, do you want to have more friends in your life? Yeah. What about better relationships? Yeah, I have great relationships. Okay, great. Would you like to have better relationships with more people around you? Most definitely. Okay, so essentially that's what processing does is we help you reach for more so that you can become bigger, better, and find out what it is that you want and strive to get there. So if I understand you right, processing doesn't matter where you are in your life. doesn't matter if, if there was a chart of success. doesn't matter where you are on the chart of success. Uh, you can play a bigger game, move to a different level, and have more out of life, yes? Yeah, you're 100% correct, no matter how successful you are. I mean, we work, uh, my partners work with uh, Robert and Kim Kiyosaki, for example. And then they're highly successful and they still work with processing because they know that they have limiting beliefs or things that hold them back and stop them from moving forward and becoming bigger and better. So when it comes to, uh, when you, you talk about processing, personal development and limiting beliefs, what are, you know, today I, I'd love to chat to you about three key limiting beliefs that you encounter when you work with people and, and uh, you know, over the last two and a half years you've worked with and, and done hundreds and hundreds of hours of, of work with people, helping them get themselves out of their own way. In those hundreds of hours that you've done, how many, you know, what, what, what are three key limiting beliefs that you sort of, that you come up against? So, well, I think the number one thing is people don't believe they need any personal development. Okay, so what would that sound like? So, uh, you know, I'm fine, there's nothing wrong with me, you know, my life's great, I don't need any help. Oh, so this is like, no, no, I don't need that, speak to my wife, she's the one that needs help, that, that type of stuff. You got it, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is, it's exactly that, it's like, oh, I know people that need your help, but, you know, I don't need your help. And, uh, and that's a limiting belief, isn't it? Uh, absolutely. So when, when, when that happens to people, what's happening? So essentially, most people are afraid to face up to some of the pain in their life and some of the things that have held them back in their past. So they believe that they're okay and that they don't want to face up to the pain, so they'll, they'll be okay if they just keep doing what they're doing. And, yeah. and they don't really want to look at anything in their, in their past that could be holding them back. And the biggest thing is that it's pain. 
and the other thing is that they don't see it as I don't want to tell anybody about that because for what you perceive as small and insignificant to somebody else is massive and a lot of people think that their experiences are not worth talking about because they were they weren't that big but the reality is is often the smaller the experience the bigger the effect it can have on our life so what I'm hearing is is actually it's not the major problems that you have in your life it's those small what you deem to be sort of insignificant things that are actually the things that often hold you back yeah. like maybe, maybe I don't know give me an example well a big thing would be money okay most people have um, have been told well I'll, get, I'll ask you this were you ever told money doesn't grow on always trees, trees. <laughs> neck, yes. you know or yeah. you know <laughs> I'm not a bank or you know where do you think we get our money from or those kind of things so I'm not Rockefeller <laughs> I'm the other fella <laughs> you, you know and all those little things if you get told that it's small and insignificant. And that's called the process, isn't it? If you live in a house and your mum says that to you day in and day out, month in, month out, it's a process that gets played on you, yes? Correct, and it's a negative process too because yep. you're, you are being told your whole life that money, money doesn't grow on trees, so essentially there isn't any money. So it could be things like you're not good enough, people like us don't get this, uh, you know, and sometimes not even stuff that you're talked to directly. It could be something that you listen to your mom and dad if argue about if all the time. If your parents fight over money in your household and you just happen to overhear them fighting over money, you could have a, the belief is that I don't ever want money because um, it creates conflict. Okay. So people don't even realize that that is affecting them. And because it's small and insignificant and sometimes they're not even aware of it and yet it could be the number one reason in your life why you don't have money that was your problem wasn't it oh, totally absolutely my problem that's probably why i talk about it because i grew up in a household where my mom and dad fought over money it wasn't that there was a lack of money it was they used to fight over money and i mean we had a lot of money in our home but my parents still used to fight over money so, I mean, we went on holidays, we went, I mean, by the age of 12, I'd been to every continent in the world except Asia. So money wasn't, it, but what happened is they landed up fighting over money, so I had this belief that I don't ever want money. They got divorced over money. They got divorced over money, they fought over money, they spent, I don't know how many years in court fighting over money. So your process was negative towards money, and then for many years you struggled with money until 100%. you did what? Until I started processing and then I actually realized that I had all these limiting beliefs around money and that's why I didn't have any. And you would have said, there's nothing wrong with me and money. Correct. You I would get have, that? Because, purely because I never had something like a major experience around money. I just, I wasn't even aware that I had that belief until it came up in, in one of the processing sessions. So, so trap number one, there's nothing wrong with me, it's everybody else. Now, right. now... I think this is something that, that I teach, and I know it's something that you teach, but it's also this. If you can be truly honest with yourself and say, I'm really content with everything in my life, that's great. 100%. But most people are not really content with everything in their life, but they will justify that everything's okay and, and I have what I have. But secretly, deep down, we know, for most people, know that there's something that I, I could have a much bigger, better, greater life, yes? Well, most people don't want to admit that they're not happy. Okay. They don't want to admit that they're not where they, they want to be, so they'll say, oh, it's okay, I'm fine. So if I'm right, then the tr first trap is deny. 100%. We deny that we can't 
and it, you don't have to be a flipping whack job. That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about you know. It's not admitting you're a whack job. I mean, people laugh at me because I mean, how many times have you heard me in my seminar say, "I know that one thing that I've come to terms with is that I'm screwed in the head." And I have to fix it. I know that. And that I know that I am the number one thing. I don't deny that. And when there's a problem in our relationship, when there's a problem in my business, I look at me first and go, what is it about me that I need to change? Yes. So number one trap is, or limiting belief is denial. What's the second one? So I I think essentially is that um, the, the other one would be, I'm not good enough to achieve my dreams and goals. Or I don't know how, like... I don't deserve my dreams and goals, so there's no point in me even starting for, to, to fight for this. There's a lack of self-confidence, lack of self-belief. Correct. Okay. So, so I, I can't achieve, I don't think I'm good enough, I won't, I don't deserve. Those all come into the same thing? 100%. Yeah. Yeah, expand on that a little bit for, for us. Well, if, if you've been really negatively processed in your life and you've been told that, um, for example, um, you know, you don't deserve that or... You may have been told, an example would be somebody wants to become a singer. Well, there's no money in singing, so d- don't go and do that. So then people would believe that, you know, because their parents told them that they couldn't do that, well, I actually don't deserve to do that. So they've lost their passion for life. So because they lose that passion, well, there's no point. You know, I don't have any dreams and goals. There's no point in me starting to, to grow myself because, you know, I don't deserve it or... There's no point in it. And then they just go through life unconsciously and do what they do because that's what they do. Correct. And what happens when that changes? Well, people start to find energy. They start to find passion. They start to find life. They excitement, exuberance. It's, and, and people start to get excited about the things that they're doing. Because I, I think when somebody's killed their dream yeah. and they don't believe that they can go and get it, when they start realizing that they can, wow, their life becomes totally different. Even if it's, I wanted to become a singer and somebody crushed that dream, but now they they find that, oh, actually, well, I can teach other people to sing or I can go after, you know, I can become, I can do CrossFit or suddenly they start to find wants and dreams themselves that they didn't know existed and then they get excited about life and they find energy and excitement. Excellent. And and the the third limiting belief that, that comes up, I think often it would be something along the lines of, you know, I never had any major problems in my life. So, you know, and I think what I see is a lot of people think that they never have any major problems because they've heard like really horrific stories of other people growing up. But the reality is we all had experiences that shaped us. So... I mean, I think you're a great example of I never had any major problems in my life. You, your parents didn't get divorced. You, you know, you went to school. You had two sisters. You, you, you didn't have any major tragedies. I had a great life. My parents loved me. I grew up in a, yeah, sort of upper income household. I, I didn't have, no, I didn't have any major tragedies in my life. I went through life. But in terms of where you sit, have you found in your life that there are experiences that happened to you that have held you back? Many. many I, I, I mean, I, I think you, so, so many, many experiences. And, and I mean, from my side, one of the reasons I do so much work on myself. So um, I first, one of the reasons Nicole it does what she does is because my mentor, Blair Singer, um, you know, for many, many years has worked with 
an organization that Nicole works with out of the U.S. called ACLC, and uh, and Blair encouraged me to start working with uh, with one of Nicole's mentors, a lady called Seal Stanford, and uh, I started working with Seal and processing me, and I suddenly realized that I had a lot of things holding me back, and and you know, and I I grew up in a household where I was told suck it up and you know move on, and it's not it's not such a big issue, but what I learned is that at a ten or twelve year old. They're not big issues in life from an adult's perspective, but you know, when you are, I'll I, I give you an example. So, so I can recall a, a time in my life when I, I must've been about 10 or 12 and, um, and our whole family was having breakfast and I went to collect sugar from the pantry and I knocked over the whole sugar bowl and my mum, you know, I got into a lot of trouble from my mum and, and I was told clean it up and I was stuck in the pantry and I can, what I recall is my family sitting having breakfast having a great time and and what that that was what you call a shock yes yes that was a shock in in everyone's whole day it didn't seem important it was barry was in trouble again he had done something stupid for me boom that created a shock and and it trapped what do you call it it trapped what we call life force particles it traps your energy and so for years i got stuck in that trapped energy of i'm on my own Everyone else is enjoying it. I'm on my own. I'm on my own. And that played out for many times in my life. Now, when I look back, it wasn't a significant piece. I didn't lose a leg, an arm, wasn't in a car accident, hadn't lost my parents. It wasn't significant. In fact, when I look back on the significant things, I was in a plane crash. That, that plane crash has had less effect on me than that sugar bowl incident. Yes? 100%. And the reason for that is generally because the major... Um circumstances in our life like a plane crash suddenly everybody's talking about it you know you and sometimes you you know because we're talking about it all the time we get rid of all the emotions and all the stuff that's connected to it and it's easy and then you know it becomes a joke and it's you know we had a plane crash and so it's out in the open the sugar bowl incident seemed insignificant because you didn't talk about it because it was pretty much insignificant your energy and your life force gets trapped in that incident and it keeps you in that space of I'm trapped and you know everybody else is having fun and they're all laughing at me. So I love this concept of life force particles because it's it's explain to me a little bit more on this life force particle. You explain it way better than, than me. So the biggest thing around life force particles is that we're all born with a huge amount of energy. So if we turn life force particles and energy the same thing, you're born with the same positive amount, energy positive energy yes. you're, you're all we're all born with the same amount of life force so say you have a million life force particles and then as you go through life what happens is we have experiences where our life force and that energy gets trapped so you may find that you know you broke your arm and you, you couldn't play sports so you think of something like that your life force got stuck there and then you have an incident with a sugar bowl where everyone's screaming and yelling at you and you literally feel yourself contract. Your energy gets stuck there. Or you go to school in you know first grade and your friends laughed at you. And then your life force, some more life force particles get trapped. So if you think of this big ball of life force that's massive and then as you go, bits and pieces of it are getting stuck in your life. So as you move through life, you get to a stage where suddenly you don't have the energy to do stuff. And now, because all your life force has been trapped in past incidents that haven't been spoken about, haven't been discussed, they, and 
you suddenly you get to 30 and you're stuck in a job that you don't like, you can't figure out why you are where you are and you hate everything that's going on around you. But you don't admit it because there's nothing wrong with you because that's what life should be. Correct. <laughs> so you don't say anything. You feel like, well, everybody, it's, everybody else is okay. I should be okay. And you don't have the energy to keep going and keep doing anything because suddenly by 2 o'clock you don't even have the energy to get through the day because all your life force is stuck in your past experiences. So what processing does, it helps you recover life force particles so you can have more energy, so you can go out, you can reach for more, you can achieve more, and you can become bigger. And a lot of people, you'll find that there's different ways to restore your life force. So sometimes it's just going and doing some exercise, for example. People find that they take up a new sport, suddenly it starts to release trapped life force particles. So the problem with that it releases trapped life force particles but it doesn't actually go to the root cause of the problem and, and unblock that stuff. It, it'll give you a respite. So it, it you can release a lot of life force particles yeah. through that process. I mean even in terms of traditional personal development you'll find as people start to try new things you'll overcome instances where your energy was trapped and because you can overcome it you can recover those life force particles. An example would be changing your environment, going on holiday. Yeah. People go on holiday, they get out of the environment, they're in a new space and they have the energy to pull in and deal with stuff so they can now recover life force particles. The biggest thing is that most people don't even realize that their life force particles are stuck or where they're stuck. So you may not even realize why you feel better when you come back from holiday. But yet it was just a case of you remembered a whole lot of stuff that happened and you discussed it and yeah, you started talking about the emotions that came up when you were on holiday or something that you remembered and then you recover those life force particles. And you deal with people from all walks of life, all different, if you want, perceived levels of success. Correct. And in your experience, most people have life force particles trapped and are not playing at the game that they could be playing. 100%. Well, that's why most people want more, need, feel they can do more. They have regrets when they <laughs> at the end of their life. I don't know about you. Do you have any regrets? Yeah. Yeah, we all do. We all have regrets. And it's because we aren't doing the things that we know that we should be doing. And we can't bring ourselves to do them. <laughs> and we can't understand why. So we'll justify, oh, you know, it's just the way life is. So do you believe that everyone can have the life they want? Absolutely. As long as they do what? As long as they're prepared to do the work, to start to release the life force particles so that they can have the energy to go after and fight for their dreams. Okay, so this is important, not do the work as in go out and, and work harder, but do no. the work on themselves. 100%. Do the work Shift. on, on Shift. shifting. Shifting their mindsets. Awesome. So let's recap that. Three key limiting beliefs. One, you know, I can't achieve or can't have what I want, can't get my dreams. Yep. Two, is um, you know it, there's nothing wrong with me. There's I'm nothing fine. wrong with me. I'm perfect, and uh, and it's for everybody else. Yeah, it's for everybody else, not me. There's nothing wrong with my life. Yeah, and three. And and three would be um, I've never had any major problems in my life. Oh, so negating the problems and thinking that the only only way we'd have problems is we have to have big problems. Correct. But it's actually the little problems that create. The yeah, problems. it is the little problems. It's the little things that create it's a stick because we we think oh, it's it's insignificant. You you know and like. I think one of the things that, I, I mean, we have two teenage daughters, for those of you that don't know, they're 15 and 19, and I mean, 
the incidence of suicide or the rate of suicide has tripled in the last 10 years among kids from 10 to 14. And it's because they think that somebody telling them that they're not allowed to get on the flipping roundabout at school or the, you know, the jungle gym or something is insignificant. But yet it will have an effect on their life yeah. until they deal with it and they start talking yeah, about it. And you see it all the time. Yep. And then we take it into adulthood and we actually don't connect our issues in adulthood back to those insignificant things. And then we don't think we have problems because you know what, I'm doing what I should be doing, I have a good career and I make money, but something inside of me is dead and I don't really have the life that I want, if I'm truly honest. Correct. And anyone can have the life they want. Absolutely. So your advice is if you want the life you want? Start working on shifting your mindset. Start doing some personal development, reading books. Start learning more because I think most people come out of school and it's like, that's it, I'm done, I'm never opening another book. But the reality is it's about opening the right type of book, not just a, another school book. Open a book that's going to help you shift your mindset, change where you're at, something that you're interested in. I mean, if you, you want better relationships, go and learn about relationships. Yeah. Go and read about them. Go and look up the words in the dictionary and get a better understanding of what they are because just by doing that, you'll start to understand some of the things that are holding you back and you'll go, oh, wow, I never knew that that's what that word meant. Oh, I mean, if I ask some people to look up the word relationship, you'd be surprised how many people, if, if you ask them what exactly does it mean, they have no, no clue. In our, next, in our next podcast with Nicole, we're going to talk about the importance of words and, and why words are so important and the real understanding of a word, how they can dramatically affect your life. So those of you that have enjoyed today's session, those of you that are, uh, are part of this community of, of entrepreneurial hangout, you know, hook on to the next one when, uh, when I speak to Nicole about the power of language and understanding what words and language is. But Nicole, thank you for being with us. That thank was cool. Thank you so much. And, uh, really and those people that are interested, if you, if you want to understand more about what this processing is, how to process, how to, how to really shift yourself, I, I just know this is when when I get advice from the likes of Robert Kiyosaki, Blair Singer and Kim Kiyosaki to, uh, to, to process and sort my mind out, I, I took it seriously. And uh, first of all, I went into it skeptically, but I realized that the more I work on myself, the more I work on untrapping and releasing those life force particles, the greater my business is, the greater my relationships are, the greater and the closer I get to having the life that I really want not the life that everybody else thinks I must have, but the life that I really want. So those of you that are interested in learning more about processing, how can they get a hold of you? Um, they can either um, email me. It's Nicole at uncoveringgreatness.co.za. Excellent. So that's N-I-C-O-L-E at uncoveringgreatness.co.za. Or they can go onto the website. Or they can go onto the Uncovering Greatness website. And, um, you know, there's a phone number there that they can get a hold of me on. Excellent. So, next, thank you very much for spending some time with us on Entrepreneurial Hangout. Thank you to you for listening to this podcast and, uh, and watching it and excited to, uh, to bring you another, another segment of the Entrepreneurial Hangout. And as always, remember, you have greatness inside. Uncover it. And when you uncover it, you can uncover the greatness in others. When you do that, we can take this country, this continent, and this world and make it a different, better place to live so we can make a difference in everyone's lives. Be blessed. Chat to you soon.